race, Gracie Pooh, G Rob, Boston on Twitter. I'm here with my friend, as usual. Lauren, Boston with Lauren. Lucy on Twitter. <laughs> um, anyway, I, um, well, Lauren, I, you know, I didn't think we'd ever be recording this episode. Just kidding. I totally did. Um, <laughs> So for those of you who missed it, I don't even know where to begin this this discussion. So for those of you who um, missed it, you can, I know you we can, can go if you. I know where you we can, can go. Um, Slay Queen, go. Please, please take the floor. Before we begin talking about everything that's happened, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been receptive of what we posted, and we're going to talk about it. Um, but the messages and the support has been insane and overwhelming and very kind and we both really appreciate it because none of this has been easy um for both of us so thank you yes and now we can talk about it (laughs) yeah i mean you know just to (laughs) piggyback off what lauren said uh i uh am especially grateful you know first of all if you're listening to this you clearly care or you're listening for other reasons, but that's beside the point. But you're listening because you care and you have listened to us for a long time and you trust us and you care about the things that we say and the things that we stand for. So you're all amazing. I've received so much love and kindness um, and it has just been overwhelmingly wonderful because I was so scared to talk about my thing and and you know, it just was great to see an overwhelming show of support makes me feel better. Um, Hopefully me talking about it makes all of you feel better. Um, Anybody who's been through anything like that. Um, But yeah. Okay. So Lauren, now where do we go? (laughs) What do you think? I have like a traffic sign? Like, I don't fucking know. Uh, Anyway, in case you guys missed it, we're actually no longer with (laughs) for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, which we can, we are going to talk about, um, because you all know us and we are, we don't shut up about things and well, turns out some people don't care for that, which is understandable. Um, because when you talk about hard things and, um, you know, are, are willing to discuss hard things as we have always been on this podcast, um, some people just you can't make people do that. uncomfortable. Like make people uncomfortable. Genuinely make people uncomfortable, and that um, sucks because yeah. that just proves that occasionally people are like, I- I'm not. If you have, if you don't agree with me, that's okay. We don't have to agree on if so and so is the best hockey player in the world. But if there is one thing that we should all be agreeing on, it's the fact that everybody should be included, regardless mm. of any differences that they may have or any um anything that they belong to um right just the person that they are like that's all that matters is the that you're a good person and that you care about the people around you and that's kind of what we strive for is we want we talk all the time about how we don't want any of this to be a all boys club and we don't want it to be like the old men who dominate the hockey world and right. say that, you know, um, all that stupid shit that 
comes out every time someone gets hurt or whatever. Um, it's just important that if we want to talk about changing the culture of the sport, that we talk about what we've experienced and hope that maybe what we have to say will impact somebody else. And that's right. like the whole reason that we do what we do versus, I mean, I like talking to Grace for like three hours a week. That's like the best part of my week, but it's also important to care about the people around you and send out an important message. Yeah. And I mean, at a very um, micro level, that I think was always Lauren's and my goal um, from the beginning when we decided to join primetime. Um, it was very much a, you know, all the four founders are men. We had a lot of discussions, Lauren and I did, about our concerns. You know, did we want to do this? Do we want to join? Did we have this fear that it would become a boys club? And we felt like, I even remember like one of the first things we said to each other back in like July was like, we can be there to ensure that it doesn't happen and like to prevent that from happening. Uh, we were wrong. Um, I'll admit to that. Hand up. That's on me. Um, we could not, uh, even though we tried and we did try. Um, we assure you, uh, obviously, because it did not make some people happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I guess for the full context, a lot of it was said in our statement that we put out. Um, but like I said, from the beginning, we have been the, we have been the, we were the only women on board for a long time. A few more were brought on. Um, you know, we had had concerns, um, that came up along the way that included like other podcasts on the network talking bad about our podcast on their podcast, um, or, you know, really insensitive and disrespectful tweets that were put out, particularly as it related to like Patrick Kane, who we obviously do not stand for on this podcast. Um, and you know, amongst some other things, and we did bring up these concerns, um, pretty vocally, uh, because they just don't align with our values. And again, like what our intention in joining primetime was, was to prevent that sort of thing from happening. Um, and so we thought that if we could bring this up and we could say, these things are wrong, we, 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 believe that these are things that will better the network, make it more inclusive. Um, and, you know, we had every intention of having that discussion. Honestly, still to this day, we had every intention of, or till yesterday, had every intention of having that discussion. Um, it was de derailed. Um, I'm sure you all remember the episode in which Lauren got hilariously drunk and I was outrageously concussed. Um, and that week that we missed right before that, uh, was when something really terrible happened to me down in Chapel Hill. And, you know, again, it wasn't really my intention to talk about it ever on like Maine and, and discuss it. Um, but I feel like my hand was kind of forced by the fact that the reason cited for Lauren, cited to Lauren for my quote, uh, Termin I don't know what they want to call it. They just said I'm no longer with the network, which they didn't tell me. That would have been nice. Um, but uh, was that for the past few months, I had not been meeting expectations. Um, and that to me, it's just sort of like flippant 
disregard of what all of the founders at prime time knew had happened. Um, and I was very honest about it immediately after it happened. Honestly, I don't know how I was in any state of mind after it happened to say that we couldn't talk about what we wanted to talk about because one of the things we wanted to talk about was, you know, showing respect for people who survive sexual assault. And clearly I was not going to be in any state to do that in a coherent way, either because of my concussion or just because it was very raw. It still is raw. I mean, it's been two months and it still is not easy. I'm not going to pretend that it is. Um, but at any rate, we said that we weren't going to be able to do that. Um, and they knew what was going on. And I still recorded podcasts, both my podcasts. I still, you know, did whatever. Um, and then this happened, um, which Lauren and I kind of knew probably would happen. And it does sound like, I don't know, Lauren, if you want to chime in, it, it sounds like they were waiting. And we said this too, that they were waiting for the other shoe to drop and a reason to get rid of us for good. Um, and then when it didn't happen and when we didn't leave on our own, they did this. Um, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was definitely just them wanting to get rid of us because we were as vocal as we were. And, um, not to mention, like, I had, there was no, because to me, they knew you weren't responding. Um, they didn't try to reach out on any other um, forms. To of clarify, they all, they all have my number. They all have my email. Yeah. They all have everything. One of them blocked me. That's not on me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One of them blocked me after they decided to terminate me. I think, as far as I know, because um, when I tried to call him. Uh, was no longer in service so that's awkward oh yeah um no longer in service <laughs> uh just like us with them but anyways um Slay! <laughs> yeah so i uh, can you hear nova right now yeah yeah okay give me a second Aww. i think she's done um Anyway, or she's going to wait till I start talking again and it's going to be fun. But I, anything that was important, I had been texting back and forth with Grace because it, at that point, it did not seem like it was important for her to be a part of the Slack because so much goes on in there and there's a lot of messages going back and forth. And to be honest, sometimes even for me, it's stressful because conversations right. happen whatever um so anything important was definitely going to be con conveyed to her but it seems like there was never they never attempted to call they never even with me they never um tried to set up a conversation um to talk about their expectations for us um which we honestly they don't have written expectations no so, and that was a problem um, yeah yeah um, and they also, you know, they have some, uh, podcasts that also aren't, um, communicating back and forth with them. And I know that, but, um, it was just, it was a total call out to us and it was personal. Yeah, it um, was personal. It was very was personal. No... Um, and that's we, the whole, pro yeah. the whole problem is like, we're working together, right? Like, I know they always say, don't mix your friends and your work. And, like, I get that. 
Um, but we're working together, and sometimes in work, you don't like who you're working with. And that's just the way that life goes. Sometimes you get into arguments with other people. Sometimes people don't see the, the way that you see things. Um, and whether you get called out for that or not, you can't just be like, I'm going to fire you because you don't agree with me. I mean, right. maybe on like corporate terms, if it's like a a business thing, but like this was about sexual assault. Yeah. And, and you know, like Lauren is saying, like this, we were held to a different standard. Again, we don't know what that standard was. And honestly, I just don't think that we could have reached it even if we tried. Like whatever these expectations were and they didn't exist, we never could have met them. Like this was truly... I do believe they probably were waiting for us to leave. Um, hmm. And when we didn't, <laughs> it sort of threw a wrench in their plans. Um, and based, you know, on our understanding of what happened, and again, we've really only one of the founders is even communicating with us at all um, at, in the aftermath of this, um, which we're grateful for because otherwise it's, it seems even sillier. Um it is silly already, but sillier, uh, <laughs> which I think is, you know, it's important because it helps us better understand the situation. And the hardest part, I think, for me to accept, and I said this to Lauren on the phone last night, was that it felt like Lauren and I think have always tried to put on a united front um, in the face of like whatever happened within the company. Um, and yet it was me who got terminated and it was me who was said was not meeting expectations for the time period in which they knew I was not going to be able to meet the expectations I had been meeting or had been, again, these expectations don't exist, but that I hadn't, that I wasn't able to perform to, in the same, you know, capacity that I had been previously. Um, and one of them even had the nerve to say that you did nothing for the company, which is just Who a said that in utter lie. Which one of them said that? Classic. Um, yeah, I won't put that in, obviously. But uh, I, know, I know. One of them said I didn't have anything. I didn't give anything to the company. Bitch, shut the fuck up. We fucking people listen to us. We have two hundred followers on Twitter and more um, because people care about things that we say, and they respect us and I I wanted to believe that we added what was missing which was a safe space and was a place where people were going to be respected um but it is a boys club it it will always be a boys club um that's the thing we 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 talk about we talk about the stuff that other people don't want to talk about and that is what is important to us um that the people who are affected by things that happen within hockey that they are heard and they feel like they can come on and listen to us. And you know what? We'll talk about how Jake DeBrusque has been doing horrible. And then we can also talk about how uh, the NHL was banning pride tape. Like right. we can, we can do it all. Um, and yeah, that's and, like and- something that some people are scared of. Yeah, and that's sort of been our our mission all along, and our goal was to, and still is, this isn't changing, by the way, if you can't tell, uh, is to 
continue to grow the game in a meaningful way um, and in a way that, you know, people who have historically not been welcome in the sport feel welcome in the sport because we're here. We see you. We want you to be here. Um, and at the end of the day, primetime didn't want that. And I get I get that it hurts the, you know, the base of people that you have listening to you and that you have following you. Um, but we've never been people to sacrifice our morals for an extra 10 listeners. We've never been people who are willing to negate, you know, the beliefs that we have and entirely let them go just because we think that it will make us more palatable for people. Um, and that was the exact attitude that we brought to primetime and, and to challenge them, I understand was a risk. Um, we talked about it before we even brought it up to them, like that, that we had these concerns. We were like, are we prepared for them to not be receptive about it? And we were, and we knew what we were doing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we said, when we were talking yesterday and right after this happened, um, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, the facts speak for themselves. We don't have to come on here and, uh, you know, slander anybody uh, or make things up to, you know, <laughs> make it seem like they were in the wrong. Like, this is exactly what happened. What we've told you is exactly what happened. They know it's exactly what happened. Um, and now you all know that it's exactly what happened. Uh, and there's just really no excusing it. And as much as it was difficult for, to feel so targeted and feel so, um, disrespected, I think that it also is just confirmation to us that we weren't going to change it. We weren't going to change their ways. We weren't going to make them understand. And we shouldn't, you know, be in a position where we're made to feel like that, where we're disrespected, you know, patronized, made small, uh, especially when something terrible happens and that happens in life, like bad things happen and people have to, you know, for me, it I had to change everything. Like I have said it before on like my private account, like I woke up that morning in a place I had never been severely concussed and I totally had to change the way that I looked at the world everything in my life had to change. And when that happens, something as minor as like a, this isn't even a job. We don't get paid for this, but like something as minor as like, you know, doing a podcast and being a part of a, a podcast network, it, your ability to handle things changes. Um, and just the, the patent disrespect and disregard is that occurred in the aftermath of that from them is really reflective of the attitude they, you know, had towards Patrick Kane when they talked about Patrick Kane. Like it was truly just a confirmation that these were not just beliefs they threw out on the internet. These were beliefs that they held and that they, it, it didn't matter to them. They were going to get rid of us one way or the other. Although they did tell Lauren she could stay on. <laughs> yeah, that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... I think they knew that that was a lost cause, but yeah, I mean, they took our podcast. The they take our podcast thing off the, the website, like right after they terminated me. 
Yes, they did. Um, but they didn't take off cross court, so they had to know that Lauren was gonna leave. <laughs> they knew I was. They knew I was a goner. Um, but um, yeah, it's been super unfortunate when you realize like that the people that you held in a certain regard, um, like actually don't really care about the work that you're putting in um especially since like we do take the time to do this and even though like I said before I love talking to Grace I could do it forever um but like we are in a in a way we were putting out a product for them and for them not to see what we were doing or appreciate what we were doing also, as someone who, as people who I regarded as friends, um, mm-hmm. it definitely, it definitely hurts um, to, yeah. to, to realize, come to that realization. And that's, an, I also want to clarify that this isn't me saying to hate on the people who are a part of primetime. That's not my goal at all. Because um, I do consider a few of them still friends, um, regardless of whether they are um, sticking with the network or not. But um, I just, it just, it it doesn't feel good knowing that you think you're doing one thing and you think you're doing good. And then all of a sudden it's just like, as if you never even tried because like I was I would sit there in Twitch streams and submit comments or questions and try to do my Mm -hmm. best and whether they said they wanted to keep me or not like even if in what other world I decide to stick around am I really gonna sit here and talk hockey by myself am I gonna get a new partner like when what in the right mind thinks that i would ever do that i kind of just want to i kind of want to know like what would have happened if you had been like yeah i'm staying on like i would just love to have known like what what would their what would their plan for you have been like to be honest what what there was, was the plan there, there? Is no plan. there is no plan they have no idea what they would have done uh <laughs> were you about to say what they're doing yeah <laughs> Who said that? It's Tim Thomas behind me. He's uh, he's speaking Tim, out. Come on, Tim, calm down. Stick to facts. He's actually behind me twice. Did you know that? Oh, he's on. I hate he's him. here, and he's here. And we all know I don't like Tim Thomas. I love yeah. Tim. Slay Tim. Yeah. Slay. Um. I've been anyway, using slay a lot more, and I'm really not you a fan have of been. it. But it's just been like I in my vernacular for some reason. Yeah, I really wish I would stop. I'm I sound like an idiot. You know, you I love when with... you use big words. <laughs> you just like when I say pedantic. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I am. I'm a pedant, so I tend to be pedantic. Um, I have an itch in my nose. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, so I guess that's where we're at. Like we said, we. 
have no um, intention of stopping our podcast. We love our podcast. Won't be on cross court anymore. Sad face. Um, yeah, I mean, Lauren, I think, is a better person than me in general. Just period. Maybe it's no wonder they chose, <laughs> they chose me to go after. But it's hard for me to have, and I'm, I'm, I am an empath. But it, it is hard for me to have a lot of empathy for the people who did this just because of the way in which they did it and the circumstances under which they did it. Um, I get that they didn't like me, and I know that. I don't need men to like me ever. Um, in fact, I think I perform my best when they don't like me. Um, and so I I don't need that. That's not the part that hurt the most. The part that hurt the most was that these are people who knew like the seriousness of what I was going through. And basically they used that as their last straw. And again, they were going to find a last straw eventually. I know that. But that they had to use this as the final straw just feels like a slap in the face and disrespectful to anybody who has survived what I went through. Um, and it's just like the fact that they knew you weren't going to answer on Slack. Right. So regardless, like they could have messaged me like, yeah, sure. You know what? I could have said, hey, Grace isn't going to be on Slack because of what's going on. Um but you know what? There there was no standard. So I didn't think that me relaying information back to Grace was really that big of a deal. Um, especially since like not there wasn't much pertinent in- information being sent around. Um right. so it's not like we missed something huge. Um other than them but- telling me that I was done. <clears throat> <laughs> I didn't miss that because I read the Slack. <laughs> yes, you did. You, you guys. I wish you guys could have been in that text chat when I'm sitting eating dinner with my family, and I get this text message from Lauren. Just says, "Hey, any text that starts with hey, I'm immediately suspicious." <laughs> hey, have you talked to anybody at prime time? Uh, no. And I knew then in that moment, I knew I was like, "Oh God, this is not going to be good." Uh, and then she just sent me the screenshot uh, of the message. Grace is no longer with prime time. Uh, like we have agreed, it's best for both parties to go their separate ways. Who's the we? And he, who's the we? I'm sitting here, and I'm like, did Grace talk to them without me? Like, yeah, can you imagine? I was, I was like, and I, I, I was like checking my text rampant because when I got the text, I had just gotten off of work, so I just pulled into my driveway, and it's the first thing that I see. And so I'm looking for anything from Grace, and I don't see anything. And I I checked on Twitter to see, like, if anything had gone down, and nothing was going down. And I was like, okay. Um, and it just sounded like, it sounded like there was a conversation, and there was no conversation. Yeah, Like, right? it was Is just, it-, it was like, you haven't been responding to us on Slack, even though... Even if they were, even if they had texted you a hundred times on Slack, mm. that by the second time, if if you don't get a response, like send a text. Send Again, a DM. they all have this text is not me. This is, they have my number, and like honestly, you could tell that they were trying to avoid texting me and avoid like actually talking to me because they would talk to Lauren, like they would send Lauren text messages or messages on Twitter about like me or about like. Instead mm-hmm. of just coming to me direct, and while I understand they were probably like, 
I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they were trying to respect my space. Um, yeah. But to at least be to, like to Lauren, like, hey, you, this is going to be like, she's going to get, you better make sure that she checks her slack and she doesn't do yeah. that. Like they, well, they did not want me to respond so that they could do anything, this. Anything that they send to you, unless it is personal, should also theoretically be sent to me because we right. are doing this together. Like, I like that message. Like when they told us that we that we were getting rid of Grace. Um, like it was just to me. Well, the up, like Grace, Grace wasn't in. Yeah, should you shut the fuck up? I'm trying yes. to make a serious comment here, and your your two thousand lingo is ruining it. Um, but no, it's just like. Any messages should have been sent to me as well. So that makes me feel like it was a blatant attempt to remove us because they know I would respond because I, I mean, if you send me a DM, I'm going to, on, on Slack, I'm probably going to answer it because I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave your own red, but, um, they, they knew at, at some point that you weren't answering. So, right. They use that against you and yeah, and against me, and it's unfortunate that that's what they decided to do, but it is. And yeah. um, now like the consequences are people talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Here we are talking about it. Like if you know, we have to address it. Thing... Yeah, I mean, we can't just be like, hey, uh, no longer gonna be. On primetime. And, and you know what? I mean, they can on their account retweet every fucking article that somebody puts out, every podcast that the other that the other podcast put out. But they're never, I don't think, maybe after they listen to this, they're never going to say anything of substance regarding this. Because the I mean, you can only tell the truth. Like it's not like we don't have everything that happened, you know, saved. Um you can only tell the truth, and the truth does not make you look good. Like, the truth makes you look horrible, and the screenshots make you look horrible. Correct. And we were trying to help you. Like we were, I know, right? We were adamant about getting like a a different like just just being able to be like, hey, by the way, you know, the things that you tweet on your personal account still do affect the company or the brand that you're trying to promote. But that yeah. didn't matter. Um, and also, it just hurts the people that you work with. Because we ha- we've both experienced bad things happen to us. So, like, you look around, and if, like, he's... If you talk about this, you, you have to think about the people who are reading your tweets. Like, right. Th- you- you're gonna reach multiple survivors. And... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's, it's honestly, and at the time that I responded to the tweet about Patrick Kane, obviously what happened hadn't happened to me. And I said it, I think my exact response was like, this is insensitive to survivors or disrespectful. I don't know which word I use, but it was pretty much from that point forward that I think I had a target on my back because I had said something. And like I said, I, 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 or Lauren said it, that it's perfectly fine to disagree about like the lines and disagree about like, you know, 
whether or not a trade is good, whatever, um, you know, you can compromise on that. But you, to me, you can't compromise on humanity. You can't compromise on morals. Like that has to be a united front as a company. And if they're not going to have those values, then honestly, like maybe it was, uh, I, I mean, we didn't know that this would happen, but we had our concerns, um, but it just didn't, it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter what we tried to change. It wasn't going to happen. Um, we were never made to be in a boys' club, anyway. Um, yeah, definitely <laughs> not. We were not built for it. They do not like us. But I mean, you know, it's part of being um, in a space where you have people listening to that you, you know, not only talk about hard things, but like are able to address those things internally because of how many people listen to you and see you, and you know, your public. Um, you have 3,000 followers, you can't actually think that this isn't going to hurt someone or that you mm-hmm. saying it is not a reflection of the company you founded. Um, and so I'm also sorry, you know, I hope that you all know that while you didn't see what was happening behind the scenes, you know, we weren't standing for this. We weren't okay with it. We were always going to continue to talk about it. Um, and I am sorry that, you know, it lasted this long and that for anybody that has any doubts about us, you can always tell us, like, we will always talk about the hard things. Um, and now I guess we just have the freedom to do that in a way that it won't be disruptive to some people who don't want us to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and again, anything that you guys want to talk to us about, we're happy to, I mean... Like I said, everything we we needed to say is in the statement and is now in this podcast. Um, all of this happened, this really unfortunate series of events. Um, and we hope that anybody going forward who's involved with primetime enters into that situation with the knowledge that this happened. And as far as we know, and we we don't know because we've been kicked out. Um, well, I was kicked out. Lauren left in solidarity. Um, we hope that anyone who enters into that situation does it with the knowledge that I don't know if this will change. I don't know if these people are ever going to change the way that they run the company. Um, but Hey, I mean, we tried, maybe, maybe it can be you. Maybe you can do it. I don't know. <laughs> um, we couldn't and we're bitches. So, I mean, <laughs> for lack we bitched of time, too much. we did bitch too much. We we uh, bitched for the last time. No, we didn't. we did bitch. <laughs> we bitched for the last time. No, and then we got banished. Um. Yeah. So, say lovey. Uh. But yeah. So guys, thanks for still listening and and enjoying our our antics. Um. A lot of people, like we said, have been so supportive. We know that you guys are listening and supportive. Um. We wouldn't be here without you. We wouldn't be able to take this step and leave with confidence lauren just made the weirdest face she muted herself so something weird is going on i I, rolled over something i got my nose fixed years ago right and i don't know why i'm talking about this now i got my nose fixed years ago and i like obviously like i broke it several times 
at least one time. A couple times. I don't know. I've broken a lot of bones. But they fixed it. But now I think it's because it is still reverting back to like being closed on one side. I think it's because I always sleep on the same side. So if anybody has any advice on how to stop sleeping on that side, like I want to sleep on my other, I'm a side sleeper through and through, but somehow I always fall asleep or end up sleeping on one side. So if anybody has any advice, I've tried like, I literally one day in Chapel Hill, like turned my whole, because at least I'm in a twin bed right now because I'm in Maine, but like I turned, I turned my whole body so that I was pressed up against the wall, which is at the head of my bed. So that I was like lined up against it with my back against it on my right side so that I would not turn over to my left. Um, and I still woke up on my left side somehow. So fucking shit. Um, anyway, um, but that's where everything stands with that. Um, we aren't, you know, this is not like a go shit on primetime party. This is us telling you the facts. What you decide to do with those facts, that's on you. Um, you know, you guys know it. We know it. Um, and I think you're listening to us because you know that um, we have good morals and we have strength and backbone. And we're going to keep on using it. So, And we're bitches. <laughs> We are bitches. I have always claimed the bitch label. I've never said I was a good yeah. person. That's actually, this is not true, by the way. I am actually a good person in real life. And I'm, I'm a good, I'm fucking shit. You're, you're a great I'm a person. good person. I am a good person. But I think that in society, we've been ingrained to believe that a woman who sticks up for herself or sticks up for what she believes in is inherently a bitch. So in that sense, yeah. I claim the bitch label because if you're angry at me for speaking up about something, fine, call me a bitch. I'll be a bitch all day long. Um, but I'm not like a bitch. I'm a nice person. Um, I think that everybody deserves kindness and love and respect. Unless you're a bad person. Then I don't yeah. think you deserve that. Um, if you're a bad person, but- I really hope you change. Because true, there's no reason why you shouldn't. I mean, like, not to get all philosophical on you. Or anything, I love when you get philosophical, like- guys. What was that? Um. That was really weird. I don't know what just happened. I think a ghost just entered my body. Let's move on. Get philosophical. (laughs) Not whatever I just said. I don't even know what just came out of my mouth. Like, I don't even know what I was going for. Okay. Um, but like you you have so much time to do what you want to do with your life but like it's also it's really not like like it takes two seconds to just be a good person and it's just like if you're not taking advantage and you're not trying to make someone else's day better then this is a serious you problem because the only thing that i hope to do with this podcast is to make someone else happy and so like that i know that you guys are listening and like that i know that we're all friends <laughs> and that yeah. you know like it's it's such a it's such a good community that i feel like mm-hmm. we have built and i just i i i love being a part of this and i love trying to make someone else's day and it's i don't know it's it's just not worth it to sit here and be a bad person it really is not if you take anything away from this take away that everyone you meet 
everybody you encounter has been through something you haven't and knows something that you don't. And everybody's fighting a battle that you don't know anything about. Um, and so take with you just the kindness and the empathy and grace that you would want someone to show you in any situation and show that to others. Um, so we're going to do that. We're taking the high road now. Look, I hope they change. I hope they regret it. I mean, all this has been the high road. I mean, we, again, like we couldn't just say nothing. Like we couldn't not talk about this. Um, and so we're going to let what happened speak for itself and hope that these individuals find empathy and better business practices in the future. <laughs> uh, um, right now we're doing this on our own and we're um, not affiliated with any network. Um, I don't know if that'll change in the future. It might. I'll tell you one network, it won't be. Um, we promise you that no matter what happens, we're going to carry into whatever our next endeavor is the exact same strength and tenacity and morals that we had here that we won't sacrifice those for anybody um so you know wherever we go from here we hope that you will continue to support us um and we will always be here for you if you ever need a laugh or a new conversation to talk about or you want to impress somebody with your hockey knowledge i would love somebody to take like something stupid we've said and like try and use it like in a comp like if somebody doesn't really know hockey and they try to take like something that we have said like i don't know maybe they only listen to like a little bit and they think like being pooky means something in hockey and then they like try to use like oh yeah he was really pooky last night like that'd be hilarious um sophia would love that that would be great uh yeah you would win if you if you want to impress a woman that's one woman you would impress uh <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, that's that's uh, where we are. And now, believe it or not, uh, this is a hockey podcast. I just stopped myself from saying slay. 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 And I just I always say it like that, now. too. If you, like, see me, like, comment slay on anything or, like, reply with slay, know that I'm saying it in that voice. Like, I'm not saying, like, slay. I'm saying slay you know um we don't okay shut the fuck up we've been <laughs> that's it i'm i'm branching off i'm making my own pot not oh my <laughs> God. i'm going back Lori, shut the fuck up <laughs> lauren you have to meet my expectations of being nice to me and so unfortunately i have to let you go but I'm not going to tell you about it. Um, can you can, do, can you uh, tell me where the expectations were written, please? Uh, yeah. Here they are, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped Lauren off. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to hockey. I, we've missed a couple weeks, um, so why don't you start off talking about the thing that we fortunately now kind of passed over. Well, I don't, don't want to say we passed over it yet because it still could very well continue, which was the Boston Bruins our hometown team, as you all know, um, at a little um, slide. First, they had five straight games. Oh, was it four? I think it was five straight games go into overtime. Um, fortunately, those loser points are currently keeping us above uh, the Florida Panthers in the standings. We have the same number of wins as them. Wins of them? 
same number of wins as them. Um, however, we have we have six overtime losses, um, and they only have two overtime losses. So uh, we've gotten, and then they have more losses. So we've gotten more of the loser points. Um, but we were in kind of a little skid. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we lost to some teams I didn't think we should lose to. Lauren. Lauren, who's the most famous person to come out of your high school? Me. Or your, your school? You you did say that to me once. <laughs> um, um, uh, like, I know uh, the girl who married The Rock went to my high school. No um, way. Yeah, I don't know if they're still married, though. Um... Mm. Oh god. Honestly. Oh, um there was a girl who was on America's Got Talent. Or uh, at that I think I think that was the show with like the golden buzzer. I think she mm. got it. So she's probably oh. the most famous person. Okay. Um, she was younger you don't than know me if she though. Won? She was a few years younger. Uh I think I watched like the one performance and then I never <laughs> watched again. I didn't really know her. Um but yeah, um, I wish I'm I could say it was me though. Yeah, I mean, mine is definitely not me. Could be that kid uh, <laughs> who was on Friday Beers, the rusty kid. He was a year behind me at school. Um, mm-hmm. The other one that is kind of famous, but not a lot of people people kind of know of him because he dated Emma Chamberlain. I don't know if they are still dating. I don't know. Um, he goes by the the name Role Model. He's a singer. I actually really like his music. If you guys haven't listened to it, it's very like. I don't know if any of you guys are into like Phineas, who is Billie Eilish's brother, similar style. Um, but he's pretty famous. We've had a lot of like Olympians. We were a pretty good sports school. So we've had like um, quite a few people, you know, go and medal at the Olympics. Um, but yeah, we haven't had like terribly famous people, I don't think. Me. Yeah, you are pretty famous. You do have a podcast. Slay. Slay. I think I should like have to like put a dollar in a jar every time I say slay. I think that's gonna be my new year's resolution. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start doing that in the new year, guys. Anytime I say we can make a list of words, things that I can't say. Like I probably should stop saying pedantic so much. But there's no (laughs) other word that encapsulates what I want to say when I'm being pedantic. Um I love that. Sometimes I'll use it when somebody's being stupid, and then they'll like try and use it back to me, but they'll just use it wrong. Okay, like, that's not that that dude that has been harassing us on Twitter. Oh, that we block. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Who so tweeted he... at me? Said, "I bet you got assaulted, and I bet it was your fault." <laughs> Scumass human being. Bottom of the barrel. Um, but he had tweeted. He tweeted to me. Um. That my eyes were too far apart. And I was like, I was like, first off, whoa. Uh, second off, they're actually not because my pupillary distance is the average of every American. Um, it's 64 <laughs> over 60. I mean, yeah, 64 over 60. So um, my eyes are very well set. Thank you. I appreciate your concern. <laughs> See, that's being this, pedantic. Um, this is why I love what I do. <laughs> real um but now i've never even thought about using eye distance as an insult but i'm going to now it, anytime it there's a, a terrible one. man you thinking but then i remembered like 64 over 60 
Yeah. I think I have a big forehead, I think. But I honestly think my forehead's gotten bigger because I always have my hair back. Um, I thought you were going to make a brain joke. I think it's my forehead so big because I'm really smart. Really <laughs> smart. Um, anyway, I... Uh, back to the Bruins. Uh, sorry, I got off on a little tangent there. I'm probably still minor league concussed. Every single week, like after I was concussed... I hit my head in the exact same spot all the time. I'd lay down in my bed, which I had never done before, and hit my head on the wall. I'd fucking knock it against somebody's elbow or something. That's the um, thing that happens, though. I swear to God, because when I would get concussed, I would hit myself on everything. I would drop my phone, like, yeah. on my head. Like, shit yeah. like that. Like, whatever. Let's... Um. Anyway... <laughs> So the Bruins, they've sort of, um, they fortunately got a win two nights ago against Buffalo, who they should have beaten. However, I do want to say the Buffalo Sabres put up nine on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, so do with that what What does it will. mean? <laughs> None know. of it makes any sense. Um, but tonight we are playing the New Jersey Devils. Lauren, I don't think we're going to win this game. Why? Because it's the Devils. Dude, I remember I, I went to a Devils Bruins game with my friend oh, who's yeah? a Devils fan. Like, oh, I want to say one or two years ago. And they beat them like eight to nothing. Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, the, the Devils do currently have a playoff spot their wild card spot with 40 points um but they are still fighting pretty desperately for it the canes are just above them with 42 and then um the lightning have 39 and the red wings have 38 so it's still a pretty tight oh and the caps and caps also have 39 so it's a pretty tight race for the wild card in the east um Additionally, there was a bit of a four-game skid around the same time that ours occurred for the Vegas Golden Knights, who had otherwise looked pretty unstoppable. Um, and people were freaking out about it. Lauren, what do you think it says about these top teams having these struggles, whether it's the Bruins, the Knights, the Rags? We haven't really seen it happen yet. Mm-hmm. Um and so they're still kind of sitting pretty comfortably up there. Uh, and I don't know right now. It's the Avs that are the head of the... Oh, no. It's the, it's the Canucks are the head of the Pacific now. And the Avs are the head of the Central. Um, so what do you think? What does, that, what does that mean to you when these teams are struggling? Do you have fears? Are you concerned that they peak too early? I don't know. What, what do you take from that? So... If last year has taught me anything, it's that you do want to lose at some points. Um, uh, Because um, Montgomery said something about how important it is to lose. And I understand how easy it is to become, like, panicked about your team. And, like, are they just going to keep losing and never, like, be able to come back from it? But that's a testament to the team. Like, are they good enough to come back from... uh, being in a skid like this like um it's 
a testament to the depth of the team um about who the leadership who's gonna step up who's gonna just you know fall into the shadows and um that's something that i'm interested to see like how vegas responds in the rest of the season like i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna go down quietly um i think they're still gonna be at the top no matter what but um yeah and i I think it's so easy for people to start freaking out and just take a breather sometimes around the holidays especially i feel like i try not to take things too seriously because like all i could think of when i'm in school and i'm doing like my job is going home (laughs) and spending the holidays and stuff like that so, you know, I try not to put too much weight on these games and a lot of people get upset and they'll be like, but but this player isn't doing this and this player isn't doing this. And it's like, okay, you know what? They're not. You're right. Calm down. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I don't, obviously it sucks in the moment because we have fortunately been very accustomed to winning these past couple of years that it is definitely hard and disheartening for us. I'm sure for the players, like, to go that many straight games into overtime, you're fucking still coming out with a loss, losing in a stupid shootout or something like that. And so that's got to be frustrating, and that compounds. But I think you're right. I think that that's the part that teaches discipline. It teaches how to bounce back. Um, because, you know, it, we we learned very obviously in the last playoffs, you can't get too comfortable. You can't get too cocky. Because um, the moment you do, a team that maybe isn't as good as you on paper is going to jump on that and find a way to exploit it. So, I mean, I'm glad at least for the Bruins that they're facing it now when I think my soul can handle it rather than <laughs> when it's the playoffs and I could not handle it. Um, I can't do last year again, guys. I, I can't, I will change teams. I'm just kidding. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. People were very dramatic about it. Um, it is interesting now that the Knights are no longer in first. Like I said, we're clinging to first. Um, we can just talk about the standings in general. So right now, playoffs started today. Uh, in the West, it'd be the Avs, Stars, and the Jets. In the Central is the top three. Uh, it'd be the Canucks, the Knights, and the Kings in the Pacific. And then the wild card teams would be the Coyotes and the Predators. Um, hmm. So. We can start there Mm. before we go to the East. Some notable uh, teams missing from that. Um, The Oilers, who have been coming around, to be fair. They don't look like they did at the beginning of the season. Is it too little too late? I don't know. Lauren, is it too little too late? Probably. I think think whoever they're... I just, I just don't think they have the strength to come back. Three points. Yeah. Which puts them six points out of a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they're going to come back, especially when you look like like Seattle's above them. Um, even even Minnesota's above them. Like, Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, we did just get beat twice by Minnesota, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury just whooped our asses. Well, I will say, remember me. 
I will throw in there a little fun thing about Marc-Andre Fleury, um, a sect of the NHL um, uh, called the Unmasked. Uh, Unmasked, they do a podcast and they have like a section on the NHL website for the past six years have been giving a goalie of the year award for the calendar year. Um, and this year they just announced they were giving it to Marc-Andre Fleury, who this is his second time winning it in the six years since its existence. Um, he's about to play in his 1000th NHL game. Uh, and he's one win away from tying being second of all time in wins for goalies. Um, and he's still cooking. He still looks great out there. I don't understand it. Um, some of these old goalies, man, that are just still going crazy. I'm like, that could have been too Rask. But anyway. It, yeah. uh, um, well, that's the thing. Like, um, If we want to talk about old goalies that are cooking, if you want to call 37 old, um, Jonathan Quick uh, has just continue to Franklin? play well um oh fuck uh she she says it all the time i should know this douglas no. it's douglas i got there franklin like he, turtle he had <laughs> he had an amazing uh save that kicks night, the, when he when he Panthers, flipped his yeah. leg up he flipped yep. it. If you guys have not seen that video, go look up the Jonathan Quick save. It's first of all hilarious the way that his leg just like, like it, he hits it with like the under, like the backside of his leg, like his calf, <laughs> like kicks it out. Like it's crazy to watch. It's hilarious, uh, and it's just so funny. You just like <laughs> his leg just like springs like out. It's just so yep. funny. Um, I can't yeah, believe so- he can still move like that. Like <laughs> you, I know. Girl, um, I can't today, like today is Shesterkin's birthday. Shout out Shesterkin. Oh, I also think it's LeBron's birthday. Shout out LeBron. Uh, and it's also our friend LeBron. Jess's birthday. Jess, who's oh, wonderful. Shout out amazing. Jess. Yes. Shout out Jess. I know a lot of fun birthdays today. Um but uh yeah, so I mean I guess in terms of the West, I mean, feels like it's mostly like I just think the coyotes have looked better than these other teams that are behind them. Mm-hmm. And that's not just because I'm a Coyotes truther, even though I am. Um, Connor Ingram has looked like a fucking brick wall. I literally can't even explain it. Um, and which is weird because nobody expected him. People expected Vimelka to be the uh, like main guy for them. And, you know, then Ingram started getting starts and clearly has delivered. Um, so I, for me, like, I feel like their wild card pretty set in stone if they don't move up i know some people didn't like that opinion well guess what <laughs> they might still get there um, they can take over number one if they really want to they could <laughs> if they believe hard enough they're only seven points out of number one in the in the uh central that's not outrageous they're not going to do yeah, it but it's not outrageous um but i still think that they're pretty set in stone. i do feel like the there's a pretty good fight happening for that last wild card spot with the predators um, I think, I mean, I feel like those, those top six that I mentioned are probably set in stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe I, they'll, I, they'll I, shift around. Like, like maybe. Yeah. I'm, jump I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, but yeah. like now is kind of where you look at the teams and you're like, yeah, these people are probably going to make it. These, these teams are going to make it most likely. Where will they end up? Um, as far as who they're going to play in the future? Don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll look up right now. I'll just look up the current playoff odds because, like we said, and we've said it plenty of times before, um, 
is that the teams that are there at Thanksgiving, 85% of them have gone on to play, be in the playoffs. So there isn't a lot of room already. Like now we're getting even further into the season. It's getting even harder. Mm-hmm. Those things to change. Um, but like looking at the current NHL playoff odds in the West, um, I don't want the standings. <laughs> I want the odds, stupid bitch. My phone. Um, uh, okay, so according to Money Puck here, um, yeah, like the the all the top three. So the Canucks, Kings, Avs, Jets, Stars. Knights have now gone down a little bit, but all are well above 85% chance of making um, the playoffs. Funnily enough, the Money Puck still has the Oilers at a 75% chance of making the playoffs, which is above Arizona, Minnesota, Nashville, um, the Blues, so on and so forth. Um, but, yeah, so I uh, I guess we can talk about the East, too. Um which is obviously more near and dear to our hearts. Um, we've got the Bruins, Panthers, and the Leafs, top three in the Atlantic. Um, and then in the Metro, the Rags, Flyers, Islanders, and then the two wild card spots would be the Hurricanes and the Devils, which is crazy. I don't know how many times we said it before the season started that there was no chance either wild card was going to the Metro, and right now they're both in the Metro. Um, but like I said, Lightning still have 39 points. Wings have 38. So those are teams that are still fighting. Pretty good fight to get in. Maybe um, we're just idiots. Have you thought about that? I actually have. And I think about that. I'm going to be honest, like every day. Um, <laughs> because I think we are. Were we idiots about this? It's seeming like it. Um, we're idiots about most things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, I honestly see, you know, I, I don't know how the Islanders are holding on to. I don't know how the Flyers are fucking second in the Metro. Um, I don't know if the Metro is just fucking weak. You would say that, but then you've got the Canes and the Devils at four and five in the Metro. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What world am I in? Um, Lauren didn't even have the Rangers making the fucking playoffs. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't remember, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, so Listen, I had the I mean, Devils winning my cup. So I had the Oilers and neither of those things are looking great right now. Um, but what do you think about um, in the East, at least, how much movement do you see? I at least see the top three. I think the top three teams in the in the Atlantic are probably going to stay as much as I wish the Leafs would burn and die in hell. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't more, think there's going to be any movement. To be honest, I see more shuffling happening happening in the Metro. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Atlantic is pretty solid. Metro. Um. Yeah, the metro is gonna shift. I, I feel like, I feel like if there's any chance of something unsuspected happening, it's gonna be in the metro. Um. Maybe we'll see Washington. <laughs> Could be, honestly. Yeah. Ovechkin None finally of got a goal. Are... <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody was freaking out. I love that. Um, that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you the odds right now in the East. Um, uh, weirdly enough, like the devils are above 
the Bruins. The Devils are at a 94% chance of making the playoffs. Okay, they listen to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, right. While the Bruins are at 81%. So I think they really took that uh, losing streak into consideration and seemed to think that the Bruins are plateauing. Um, And now they've given the Bruins a 1.8% chance to win the Cup. Currently favored to win the Cup. you're saying there's a chance. There is always a chance. Favored to win the Cup is the Devils. I don't have an explanation for that. 13.8% chance, according to these playoff odds, um, to win the cup. So we are below everybody. We're below the Coyotes. We're below Minnesota, below Edmonton, below the Flyers, which is painful. Um, I don't give a fuck. Where there's a will, there's a way, bitches. Um, (laughs) It's fucking weird. Um... But yeah, I guess they really are people like the Devils still. Um, But we'll see them tonight. Go Devils. Pavel Pavel Zaka against his former team. Don't say go Devils right now. We're about to play them, bitch. Um, There we go. I'm going to take a sip of my soda. Uh, But other news um, that we can talk about. Um, On the 1st of January which is also when Michigan will be playing its game, so go blue. But on the 1st of January, uh, in two days, the uh, Winter Classic is happening. Um, and that's between the uh, Kraken and the Knights in Seattle at the Mariners Stadium. I don't know what it's called, but it's the Mariner, Mariners Stadium. Um, people are pissed, and Lauren, I'd love to hear your thoughts. People are pissed that there is a roof. There is a roof. And you there's know what not it can do. There's not walls. There's a roof, though. It it, it can move. It can move because <laughs> it rains thing. all the fucking time in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, just you can't be. Tw- Twilight was Seattle, right? That's a weird comparison, but no, it was Forks, but Washington, Shit. yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't even think Forks is real. I think that's made up. Don't quote me. No, on I, that, I, I think. That's- you know what we should do? Made what? We should um, rent the house that they filmed in. Can you do that? It, it's an Airbnb. Where is it? Okay. Give me a second. Is it in Washington? I've always wanted to see Washington. Yeah, I know. I've never been either. Um, I've just been in the airport. Twilight Swan House. Um. Uh, it says it's in Saint Helens, Oregon. Oh, why'd you say Oregon like that? It's Oregon. <laughs> Do you say Colorado? Sometimes. Do you say Nevada? I'm feeling like it. I Nev- Nevada, yeah. It's Nevada. It is. I'm dead serious. It's Nevada. <laughs> I had a mock trial competition there when we were when we went to nationals. This is a totally true story. Mock oh, trial competition of in high school where we went to shut the fuck up. What is that supposed to be? <laughs> mock trial competition. We went to nationals in Reno, Nevada, which is a weird city if you haven't been. Um, Reno, Nevada. You're not allowed to say your state, like what team you are, until after the round. 
and after the round like well, obviously in a you know in the it was a criminal case so it was like the state of nevada versus somebody else but the entire time both of our teams we were against like georgia or somebody i don't remember who had been like saying the state of nevada and then at the end when the judges asked where we were from they were like we know you're not from here because you've been saying it wrong it's nevada <laughs> so we were like yeah no we're not from here we're from maine and where the fuck that other thing is from uh yeah no i i don't so no, say it right. Nevada. Respect the no. Nevadans. Or no. whatever they call them. What do you call people from New Hampshire? Bitches. Um, L-O-M-A-O. Slap. Uh, I went a pretty long time. Yeah, yeah. Alright, I expect a Venmo. Um, no, that doesn't start till the new year. Damn it. Um, I don't know. Redneck. <laughs> Funny. Without cert, with absolute certainty, I'm gonna say slay the minute the clock strikes midnight. I'm gonna be like slay, <laughs> New Year. They don't even know that we're gonna be together. We're gonna be. Did you guys know that? So we're actually no longer meeting on January sixth. My mother was like, because I was just like laying. I don't know what I was doing, but I was like talking about New Year's and fucking. I don't. You all don't need to know that I didn't have New Year's plans. But I didn't have New Year's plans. Um, Lauren didn't either. She can't laugh at me. And my mother was like, why don't you ask Lauren if she wants to come up to Maine and, and hang out? And I was like, Lauren's not going to want to do that. But yeah, I'll ask her. And then she did. So now Lauren's going to come. We could have done this in person. But that would have been... I don't even know how to make that work. But um, I passed the but, microphone back and forth. Yeah, that's honestly like all I could think of. Um, but But yeah, so... At the end, we should say what our New Year's resolutions are. I don't have one, but I'll think of one by the end of the episode. Um, and it's not just to stop saying slay and pedantic. Uh, <laughs> my goal is actually to say those things more. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, so the Winter Classic is happening. People have been pissed about the fucking roof. People love being pissed about everything all the time. I've found on Twitter. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, I I saw they posted like a picture, and the roof was um, visible, and everybody was like, "There's a roof," and it's like, "Yeah, there is." It's not an, it's and not I think an it's pretty cool. Game. Like, oh yeah, it's not an outdoor game. As Which if it, the thing that it's still move. open on the sides. I don't know. I don't get it. I think people are stupid. Yeah, yeah, well. Stupid. The other news, Ian Mitchell cleared waivers. Back to Providence he goes. What is, the the horrors persist. Oh, we should talk about those so today. He. Today he still yeah. persists. The today will be the first game of uh I honestly don't know how to say his first name, but Merkulov. Um, for the Bruins, mm-hmm. who's been playing down in Providence, is currently the fourth or fifth leading goal scorer in the AHL. Um, and is now making his debut with the big league. Not super happy that uh, Heinen is no longer first line Heinen and is now fourth line Heinen. How Fuck does that you, happen? Jim Montgomery makes me wish I were dead. Um, fuck you. Look, if he, if, I like, I love Beecher, so I, I really like Beecher and I, I like Heinen on the line with Beecher. Mm-hmm. That's great if they're getting good minutes, but if they're getting fourth line minutes, we are gonna have a major problem. Because Danton Heinen should not be playing fourth line minutes. And you know that, yeah. Jim. I know that. We all know that. 
but especially in, for someone oh, who waited like I, to be signed and now has been slaying like it's nobody's business and i'm using it then he's been what he's been slaying <laughs> i love Good dan Hyman. um if you guys couldn't tell uh but the other thing that is happening tonight is matt grizzlick is back from a brief injury bout mm-hmm. um where he did not travel with the team um he's here still no news about Derek forbert though who is still on long-term injured reserve with an injury that we don't really know what it is, do we? Uh, isn't it? It's lower body now. I don't. That yeah, I, I. Listen, there's an upper and there's a lower. Figure it out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I tweeted. I tweeted. I miss him about Derek Forbert, and it threw some people for a whirl, and I loved that. I mean, I do kind of miss him because I'm not loving this him. rotation of uh, Mitchell, Low Rye, and Watherspoon that we've been having. I was um, being genuine. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. I mean, I know that our defensemen have left a lot to be wanted of them this season, but well, they've they've also left a lot of our players or themselves in elevators. That did happen. Bruins did do that. In case you guys missed it, (laughs) Jeremy Swayman and Jacob Laukow got stuck in an elevator at Kevin Shattenkirk's on Christmas, um, which is hilarious. And I don't know. I don't know how they got out. I I mean, I don't know when they got out. I think it took a long time and they did need like the fire department to come and break them out with like axes and stuff. Um, The funniest part is that in the video that, that Swayman posted, it's like a fucking like Tower of Terror hotel. I mean, like a uh, no. elevator. Like That's it's like saying, it's like, like one old, of those. It's one of those ones with like the that one. pull screen. Yeah, with like the uh, metal cage that you have to pull back, and then the door opens. Um, Lauren's going away, so I'll just talk to myself. But yeah, very weird, unfortunate. Um, and again, as we all remember, Forbert had a terrible elevator. I don't know if he's moved out of that apartment, but was also getting stuck in that elevator in his apartment. I don't think it's the same apartment building, although that would be funny if it was. Um, oh my god, she just picked up- Holy fuck, Nova is humongous! Jesus Christ, Lauren, how much did she weigh? That's a huge-ass dog. <laughs> I think she's like... 55, 60 pounds now. Jesus! I First of all, I couldn't <laughs> lift that. Lauren just lifted that like a champ. I could not do that. I can't do a fucking push-up. Although one of my friends is saying that in the new year we're going to go to the gym so I can do a push-up. Oh, brother. Let's see how that I'm not going to the gym for like a hot minute while everybody figures their shit out. Nova. Um, but she's just Nova. She's just running around. Um. She's so angry right now. Why? Uh, she doesn't want to be in my room. Why is she in your room then? Uh, cause my dad is leaving to go over my nana's, and she sees the jacket go on, and she wants to run out the door. Classic. Oh. Chill. Um. Oh, hey, on the bed. Lauren sure. has Nova on the leash in the room. Uh. Now she's like blocking her like a fucking. 
Now she's going to make her freak out. Nobody to blame but yourself for this one. Sit. Yeah, I know. Oh. Down. Oh. Down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, doing it back. Dog. You sit down. You shut up. Do you want to be a guest on the pod? Sure. Um, what do you have to say about Primetime Productions? <laughs> say. <laughs> um, I am queen. Um, uh, any other NHL news, Lauren, that is pertinent that you would like to discuss right after you muted your mic? Well, we can talk about the PWHL. We can talk about the PWHL. And everything that they have yeah, done. Those goalie pads. Yeah, I did see those. Those are pretty the New nice. York PWHL Although... team. <gasps> no. <laughs> they weren't like lined up perfectly and it bothered me a little bit. I saw that too. So yeah, Lauren, go ahead. Talk about the PWHL. Um, so they're starting, uh, I think their first game is actually on New Year's Day. Yeah, it is. Um, Toronto plays New York at Toronto at 1230. (laughs) Okay. Um, and I think, uh, Boston, it's weird not saying the pride. I just had to stop myself. I know. I fucking hate that shit. Thank God they don't um, have names. <laughs> they don't have names. Uh, they don't have uh, good, like, I don't know, shirts or anything, or apparel. Uh, but they are going to play. And uh, they are... Uh, I think someone actually asked us about this. the About, like, the PHF erasure that they're doing. True. Like, <laughs> they're trying to pretend like they didn't exist. And that's just, like, not the way to do business. Like, how are you not going to, like, be like, hey, these people existed and now we do. We want their fans. So right. we should at least pay some kind of homage to them. But nope. So um, they've been going around saying this is New York's first ever professional women's hockey team. And it's like, no, it's not. Or, like, this is Boston's first hockey. No, it's not. That's so stupid, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I did hear that Boston's going to be on Nesson, which is awesome. Nice. That's um, great. And, yeah, so I'm excited to watch and be involved. And, you know, I hope that everything goes well for the league and they're able to make money and you know, support women's hockey. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but it is still is really bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. It's it's you know, we it's funny that when we started this, we were just starting the conversation about, you know, what was happening and and the end of the beginning of the end of the um PHF and now here we are. Finally there's gonna be a Another women's hockey game, a professional women's hockey game, but it's not the first. Um, yeah. I'm just glad Boston has a team, to be honest. That is true. I know. Unfortunately. 
They made a good call on that one. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh... <laughs> Great sound. Um, I didn't take my nap today, so I'm sleepy. Um, another question we got was from Marie. She asked for the most attractive coaches. I have a lot of thoughts on this, actually. Um, and she said the question's based off two things. When I first started watching hockey, I would base the teams I didn't like off of if I found their coaches off-putting. The Oilers and Canes were at the bottom. Sorry to Rod and Jay. Also, the shark co- Sharks coach looks like a marionette puppet to me. I can't get out of my head. I don't actually know who the Sharks coach is. David Quinn. He does not look like Marie Oh. David Quinn. <laughs> oh, he kind of does. Because it looks like he's wearing eyeliner. Hmm. I could see that. A lot Wasn't of people there a, think like a what? the oh, hottest coaches. Oh yeah, there was last year. There was. I remember that. That was funny. Um, I know a lot of people say Rod. People mm-hmm. like Rod a lot. I don't. I think he's I all right. I think Bruce Cassidy is hot. Oh. Bro, I will say this forever. Like, that man is attractive. Yeah, Bruce Cassidy's hot. I st- this is why women shouldn't ho- watch yes. hockey, but it's true. It's because we're speaking the truth here. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Uh, I've never been wrong. I've never been wrong, ever. Um, <laughs> Jim Montgomery, he's pooky. You know, he's cute. He's pukey. He's pukey. He's pukey. Pukey. Chill with that, bro. He's pukey. I love Jim Montgomery. I don't know if I would say hot. Um, Mm. Let me... Bonus. The Jets is not (laughs) hot. Mike Sullivan is not Mm. ugly. Don't know how much longer he's going to have a job, but he's not ugly. <laughs> um, Dave Hackstall is not the ugliest person I've ever seen. For the Kraken. Um, maybe it's just Bruce Cassidy or Bust for me. Honestly, and that's fair. Um, I th- I feel like it is. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he slays. <laughs> Period. Is Sheldon Keith. Sheldon Keith. Mm, I don't know. Mixed thoughts on Sheldon Keith. Daryl Suter. Not for me. Not for me. Thanks. Um. But thank you, Marie, for that uh, enlightening question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I have to. I don't. They're all kind of. <laughs> Marie, also, Marie also said, Remember when everyone thought the Bruins were going to suck and had come to terms with being okay with that over the summer? Good times. Well, now we're sort of back to that. And I don't feel great. <laughs> no, felt okay they're about fine. Before. They're fine. They're fine. Everything Everybody fine. chill out. The house is burning in the background. Everything is fine. Yeah. Girl, if you don't go to bed. 
I'm gonna go to bed early. I didn't sleep well yesterday. Maybe because I had a lot of stress. I slept like a baby. <laughs> Fuck you. That's because you didn't get fucking terminated, bitch. Um, it's because they wanted to keep me. <laughs> they did. They really wanted you to stick around. They're really disappointed that you didn't. Really I should have said yes to. for the bit. I just think that that would have been a funny bit. I still stand by that. I think that would have been a funny bit. Uh, confusing, but it would. I was been trying funny. to be all professional. I mean, your first response to them was when you said, uh, "Yeah, this should have been a phone call." <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, am I wrong? Are you going to sit here no, and tell me but that then I'm it's, wrong? Then it when it when you can screenshot it and it's right there. I like that better as a, as a lawyer. <laughs> I like that better. Um, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is why I call people. That's <laughs> why I don't. Um, what the flock is happening with the Bruins, Sophia asked. Nothing. They're fine. Okay? <laughs> Calm down. She also asked, what was your favorite Tate McRae song off of the new album? Think mm. later. Anything that makes uh, Cole look like an idiot. So all of them. Yeah, for those of you who don't know the lore, um, my mom just texted me. My mommy. Um, <laughs> the lore is that Tate McRae uh, dated Cole Sillinger, uh, who now plays for the Columbus Blue Jackets, and allegedly he cheated on her. Which, massive fumble by Cole Sillinger, who's just not hot <laughs> enough to be fumbling Tate McRae. Sorry, King. You're just not. Um, but now she's really leaned into. I don't remember what her first thing was that she did. Like it was in a music video or something that she made mm-hmm. an allusion to hockey. Um, and ever since then, she's really leaned into it. She's almost certainly going to be one of the celebrity captains at the All Star Game. Um, yeah. I think just funny they should send Cole Sillinger for the bit. He's not going to go because he's not that good, but it'd be funny. Um, and I just want to be entertained all the time. Um, She's going to go and he he won't. That's funny. Yeah, which is funny. That's funny. Like, that uh, is revenge so she, at its finest. She's been leaning into the hockey bit on her album. <sighs> on her album cover is... Um, a, is her in goalie pads on the wrong sides, but I think that's intentional. Oh, it's it, it, it has to be intentional. Um, but and and I do like her music, and I saw that. Oh, are you gonna say something sexist? The shit out of me. It pissed me off. Lauren's a sexist. You heard it here first, folks. I just made a really good joke, but you guys won't be able to hear it. Sorry. Yeah, Lauren just made a phenomenal joke, but yeah, Lauren's a sexist. <laughs> um. But go ahead, Lauren. Continue to criticize Tate McRae, an incredible woman, for no reason. Um, the pads on the wrong side. It killed me. It, like, brutally took me, like, six feet under. Did it? Did yes. It yes. It's so frustrating. I hate it. But it's fine, because oh. it was intentional. Yeah, Tate McRae slays. I don't know. What's your... So, I think mine might be greedy. Let me pull up the... Um, I'm sure I'm I can't. I don't think I listened to the first half of it. I don't think I've listened to the entire album. 
I also like I like X's. Um, I like X's too. Plastic palm trees is good. Calgary's really like sad. I don't like that one. Not that I don't like sad songs, but I gotta kind of be. It's gotta be. I also just can't relate to songs about love. Um, <laughs> uh, LMFAO. Um, <laughs> but another question that we got was about um, what do we think about Jake DeBrus' struggles, which have continued. Uh, he did pretty well in the last game, had an assist or two assists, um, and looked pretty good. Jim Montgomery continues to speak highly of him. Lauren, thoughts? I feel like he's another one of those players that, like, I don't want to sit here and be like, this is the worst player ever. We need to get rid of him, like a lot of Bruins Twitter will do. Um, because I know he struggled in the past, and I think maybe this is me having too much empathy <laughs> for people. I'm an um, empath. But yeah, I literally am. Like I feel, I feel, I feel bad that he is struggling. <laughs> like I don't know why I do, but I do. Um, I feel like there are certain players, especially him, who has, you know, spoken out about the the hate that he's gotten in the past. Like I feel like I never want to be a part of that. Um, especially not for him, since he's the one who has been like saying things to rookies it's like look up my name i know he said that um to who who did he say that to was it patra yes yeah okay um but yeah i mean it's no it's no secret that he has been struggling and a lot of people will go and say that he needed he needs a star player on his line he needs um I don't know, whatever. But I don't think he has been playing significantly horrible. He's just not racking up the score sheet, which it's is yeah. a different beast entirely. Um, and it makes me wonder if there are things that are going on. Um, and so that's why I try not to put too much pressure on it, especially since the team isn't tanking. Um, right. Like, yeah, you want him to play better. You want him to be able to finish. You want him to hit the net. That was a problem. That's um, what she said to the, the finish part. Sorry, I missed it. I'm off my game. You know, I'm not, not lightning fast like I've always been. That's what she um, said. That's what she said. Eh, I don't know. That one wasn't as good. Um, <laughs> hmm. Working out the kinks. Uh, yeah, you gotta uh, you gotta figure this out because that was painful. I'll sort it out. Not as bad as whatever the fuck I said at the beginning of this episode. Philosophica, philosophica, Pacifica, mm-hmm. Indica. It's like a band name. Pacifica could be a band name. I think it's a lotion brand. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, I. Do you think he has any value at the trade deadline? Um, not individually. Yeah, I think you need to package him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know who else they would package him with. Omar, because everybody 
everybody loves to say that we need to give up a goalie for whatever reason. Um, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It better not fucking happen or else I'm going to be at Don Sweeney's door and fucking... I'm not going to be for legal purposes. I'm, I don't know where Don Sweeney lives. I'm not going to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, so those were all the questions we had for last week. Um, Lauren, anything you want to talk about otherwise? <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> she's thinking. Is Nova still in there? No, she's downstairs now. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I haven't. I feel a little disconnected from hockey right now. Yeah, it it's. I mean, it took us. You know, we we kind of knew coming into this episode that we were going to be kind of mostly talking about other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which we did. Um, but we also touched on the hockey stuff. And next week we'll be better prepared. Yeah, or we'll be ourselves. To... Yeah, I, I was gonna say like this definitely, like, it wasn't as joke filled or whatever. Um, yeah, but, as like usual, said, but the important stuff. Yeah. Um, we will be back. We will be continuing our normal schedule. Um, Mondays, baby. Brightening your day. Yeah. Always. Um, and I don't know. I just I'm grateful for all the support today. And yeah, I hope that you guys still feel like we are worth listening to. Um, if you don't, well, we are, Queen. We are. Listen, my 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 uh my confidence is a little shot, but we will prevail. <laughs> we will. Um, and now you all have the full story. Now you know everything that we know. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have and- any questions, um, obviously we're not gonna any like slander stuff we're not gonna participate in um but if you have any questions or you know concerns feel free to reach out to us and we we can try to you know help you understand or whatever i mean i don't think it's that crazy considering i think this is the best thing that we are doing for ourselves even though we were pushed to do it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, honestly, you have we have to see the positives in this. We there's a lot of positives. There are a lot of positives, and it definitely took like us some time to like get there. Um, but you know, I we have a lot of options available to us. Um, we decided to do stuff with Prime Time because we trusted them, and we believed that we could be a positive influence on them and I, I do think that we were I think we held out I mean we did hold out for a long time and we fought for a lot um and I can only hope that the things that we did will matter to the next person 
we're honest, probably the next woman that she will feel respected and she'll feel like, you know, she has a place there. Um, Well, there's also, there's only one, I think there's only one woman left, a woman left. So, well, I think, I hope she, I can't check because I'm, I've been kicked out of everything. We can't check. Yeah, we're not in the, (laughs) (laughs) whoops. Um, But, so, like we said, right now, we don't know what our next step is. All we know for certain is that we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep giving you all um, this podcast because we love it. We love all of you. Um, and you've all been wonderful and amazing. And we're not, we are never ones to shy away from anything. So we're going to keep on keeping on doing our thing. Our thing of a jang. Um, and we're grateful that you have all decided to continue this with us. We are. And we are. just to go back on it, like, Grace, what is your New Year's res- resolution? Oh, fuck. I forgot. Um, I would like to do a push-up. I say this every year. I'd like to be able to do a push-up <laughs> by the year's end. I never have. I still can't. So it probably won't happen, but I can dream. Um, what about you, Lauren? What's your resolution? Not to let men dictate my happiness. Yeah. Well, and I don't that's... mean that in a romantic sense. I mean that in every sense. Um, I mean that in every sense, but in this case, I was not referring to that. Just men, period. Um, um, my resolution? <sighs> Probably... Probably something new to school. Like, I don't know, pass. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, get a job. I'd like to get a job for next summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had to put that um, on the back burner. I did tell my... I told my friends from school that I would find a therapist. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, And so I'm sure they're going to hold me to it. Because uh, they think I really... Um, after this maybe I do <laughs> anyway um, yeah you know just I think I think my ultimate goal is because my family has faced a lot of loss and will soon be facing another loss um, to just be a little happier hold on yeah. being yelled at well I I'm grateful that we're entering this new year with a new opportunity and that we get to do it with you guys. Um, We hope that you know we're rooting for you the way that you've always rooted for us. We love you. This will be dropping on the morning of New Year's Day. So I hope that you can carry this energy from two women who have been bitches in the best way (laughs) and paid the price of it. I think for the better. Um, Yeah. And we hope that you take that energy into all of your endeavors in the new year. Um, And we'll be right here all along the way to encourage you and support you and love you. Um, So happy new year. Kisses. Um, (laughs) And thank you. Thank you. And slay. Slay. (laughs) Slay. Slay.